I'm Joe Haddo and this is our series of interviews with the Theakston Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year Award Longlistees, produced and curated by Harrogate International Festivals in partnership with Theakston's Old Peculiar, WH Smith and The Express and it's great to have you with us. Today I'm joined by an award-winning author of over 30 critically acclaimed novels. She's the creator of the popular detectives Vera Stanhope and Jimmy Perez and has recently published the first book in a brand new series. Here to tell us more is Anne Cleves. Hello Anne. Hello Joe. Lovely to see you. And you. And how are you in lockdown and where are you in lockdown? I'm at home in Whitley Bay in the northeast in Vera Land, and I'm fine. I'm writing lots, which is lovely. That's good. And I love, yes. I love Vera Land. I think that could be a sort of, you know, pet name <laughs> for it up there, couldn't it, Vera Land? I think so, yeah. <laughs> um, and we're here to talk about your latest novel, and congratulations for being long-listed for the award. Um, I as I said, it's the first in a new series, and, and we head to Devon for this one, which uh, I, I noted was pretty far away from Shetland in the other direction. What made you um, want to set this story there? Well, I like places on the edge, but I grew up in North Devon, so I moved there when I was 11, and I was there till I left home for university. So, And it was a place of great happiness for me. I had a wonderful time there. I'd already decided that I wouldn't write any more Shetland novels and I was looking for something else to write. And um, at, a, at just that time, my husband died very suddenly and I ran away back to Devon, back to my place where I'd been so happy and stayed with a really close school friend. Mm. And it was while I was with her that the idea came to me that I would set a book there. It's funny, isn't it, how we, we, we can be drawn back to places of our childhood. And I, I have very fond memories of where I grew up and, um, you know, my parents are still there. And every time I go back, I notice what's changed. And yet I also notice all the things that have never changed. <laughs> That's right. No, it has changed a lot because North Devon is quite, it's quite a trendy now. So kids go there for the surfing and, for, mm. and lots of arty people have moved in. Uh, so I quite like that that conflict between different communities because there are still locals, but there are also people who've drifted in to work in the big hotels in the summer season and have just stayed because they've got nowhere better to go. So yeah. I, I, I like that idea of different kinds of people bumping into each other. Tell us about your new detective then, Matthew Venn. Matthew Venn grew up in a quite strict, evangelical community uh, and as he hit his teenage years decided that he couldn't believe what they believed in he didn't have their certainties and made that feeling public and was cast out as he would have been he was unfellowshipped and I think that he joined the police service as a way of recreating that sense of family and of duty and of honour, but he's still fairly buttoned up and a bit uptight. <laughs> uh, and it doesn't help that he's gay, because obviously that, that makes it even more difficult to find some sort of reconciliation with, his, with the community, with the family that he grew up in. And in The Long Call, what situation do you put him in for the first in this new series? We start off with him at his father's funeral, but he doesn't feel that he can go in. So he's standing outside the, the, the chapel of yes, rest at the crematorium, just watching. 
and that's when he gets the call about the, the murder and a body has been found on the beach. So we're called Crow Point, which is quite wild and not really a place where tourists go. It's a bit off the beaten track and he's following the links from that murder. As someone who's written series before and two very successful series of, of books, which have also been adapted for the screen, of course, what does it feel like to start anew, you know, to, to have a, a blank canvas almost? Have you learnt from the other two or is it still as, as daunting as it was when you oh, started? It's, it's really nerve wracking. <laughs> you really don't want to upset your readers because I've got a real loyal for people who love Shetland and who love Vera as much for the telly as for the, the books, I think. <laughs> but then it's, I say it's a bit like um, when you're a teenager, you take a new boyfriend home and you want your parents to really like him. So it's a little bit like that, I think. So I was, which is why things like the, the Thixton's long list is, is a kind of validation that it's done all right. So that's yeah, absolutely. Very nice. Yeah. yeah it, um, well, let's talk about that that list um, because it's a really fabulous long list, and oh, you amazing. and yeah. seventeen other authors and books are, are on it, of course. Um, and you you will know many of the authors on the list, and I imagine as a voracious reader yourself, you've read some of them. So, uh, were there any that have stood out for you from from that long list? Well. I like books set in other places. Um, I, I suppose crime in translation is my real reading passion, but I love Avia Mukherjee's books. I, I love that setting, that Calcutta. I managed to go back to Cal... I went to Calcutta for the first time this, this, this winter for the Calcutta Literature Festival and just love Bengal. So his books are... I always get them as soon as they come out. And, and I suppose the other one that I'd like to mention is Will Dean stuff. Mm. Because again, that sense of place, that strange community in the middle of Sweden, uh, just fabulous and a wonderful central character. Yeah. Love Tuva. Yeah. Yes, I know. Brilliant. Um, and as I say, and as I've said with many other authors that I've been speaking to, you know, you can, you, you can point anyone in the direction of anything on the list, I think. And, you know, um, oh, it's a really amazing list. Yeah. yeah. I'm so honored to be part of it. And you're no, I mean, you're no stranger to Harrogate and, or, or indeed, you know, being long listed. Um, but does it feel good to, I mean, you've already mentioned, you know, because it's a brand new start of a series. So the validation mm. element is, is, is good for you, but is it, how did it feel when you heard that, that it had got on the long list? Oh, it's lovely because Harrogate is, is very special for me because I was the first reader in residence. So I've been there since yes. the first year. So I've been knocking around for a long time. <laughs> so it's, it's lovely to be a part of it still, even though physically we're not going to be there this year. In a way, that makes it even more special that we're, we're part of it. Yeah, I, I think so too, actually. The, the, you know, the knowledge of not being able to gather and, and to see everyone is, is very sad, but you know, the prize is still going ahead and it shows that you know, people are still loving crime fiction and, and reading widely. So that's really great. Yeah, um, and crime readers and writers are a great, we're a very supportive bunch, I think. Yeah. And, and the, the number of things that are going on, people, the, the virtual noir at the bar I did the other week and young, re, young writers, unpublished writers still reading, but getting people to listen to their work, I think is fabulous. 
Yeah, really fabulous. Um, I just want to ask you about, um, well, the, the, the TV series that you've already alluded to, because Vera and Shetland were both adapted for the screen. And I just wondered, are there any plans yet? Maybe it's too early to know for The Long Haul to be adapted in any way? Well, it's been optioned by the same team that made Vera and Shetland. So, but yeah, who knows? This is, these are strange times. Both Vera and Shetland were just about to start filming when lockdown came. So wow. we don't even know what's happening with them. So we, we don't no, know. Of course, the whole of the entertainment industry, or certainly film and TV, they've been put yeah. on hold, haven't they? There were crew on Shetland, so they were all ready to go. Oh, wow. And they, they got, got brought back, brought back to the mainland. Goodness. Um, so it's option, that's a good stuff, but we don't know yet. We don't know what's happening. No. How, how involved have you been in the, in the process of you know, the, the adaptation? Do you, you sort of sit back and let others take it on? <laughs> Very much. They know about making good television. I don't at all. <laughs> and I think I have the joy of creation of, of writing the books. And I think the TV professionals should be given that freedom as well. Mm. Let them have a nice, clear vision of what they want to do without me sticking my oar in all the way through. <laughs> because of that, we get on very well. Yes, I can imagine. Because I don't, <laughs> because I don't meddle. <laughs> yes, there's a good, strong relationship there. <laughs> um, you mentioned that, that Shetland has stopped, you've stopped writing that series, but can readers be comforted that there will be more Vera books in the future? Oh, there will. The, the new Vera book is out in September, the ah. new September. It's called The Darkest Evening. And it's, a, I suppose, a classic Christmas country house murder mystery, but with a contemporary twist. Oh, brilliant. And we learn a bit more about Vera's childhood and background fantastic okay great well i needn't have worried then you know we've got we've, we've got <laughs> september to look forward to um and just before i let you go Anne, um what does the award mean to, to you you know it, i've been asking every author this because it's such a a big accolade um you know to be long listed shortlisted to win it what does it mean for you as a as an author and who as someone who's been going to harrogate for a, a lot of years because it's Harrogate, it's very special. Because I was there right at the beginning on the early planning meetings and said, we must put readers at the heart of this festival. And, and now partly it's down to readers' votes. So that's, it's, it's, it is a, a lovely feeling to be a part of it still. Well, that's exactly right, because um, anyone watching here and, and readers of crime fiction can vote for the, long uh, for the shortlist. That's how it works, isn't it? That's so. Right. If you go to harrogatethekstoncrimeaward.com, you can place your vote there. If you want to see the long call on that shortlist, which is out now, it's published by Pan Macmillan. Um, and if you haven't read it yet, it's available, of course, to buy from WH Smiths if you want to treat yourself or a friend. Um, and, and it's been really lovely to catch up with you again. And Thank to you. See you. Um, I hope that the rest of the writing, which seems to be going pretty well so far, continues to go well for you. Thanks very much indeed. <laughs> Thank you. Take care. Thank you.